Today we're going to be looking at my 18th lesson. Uh, my 18th lesson. And what do I want to share with us today? Briefly, value every level of friendship. Some of us are just wired to roll with the big boys. Yes, that's all we know how to do. But it's amazing how some of us grew up in very humble backgrounds, with very humble backgrounds. We grew up in hum- humble environment. They are jagunless of this of this of this world, the mushy, the suburbs of New York. You know, uh, some of us grew up in really uh, very humble environments, had some really amazing friends, but then um, we enjoy God's mercy and God elevates you, takes you out of that environment into a place of prominence by the mercy of God. You begin to interact with some level of uh, uh, exposure. Uh, You begin to interact with people. And then all of a sudden, you forget where you're coming from. Or you just cut away from those friends. So much so that you don't even want to be associated with those people. And it's not... See, it's a different thing if you don't want to be associated with it because it reminds you of something terrible. uh, Of which even at that... When you walk with God long enough, you would know that regardless of where you're coming from or where you were born or raised, everything has its role in your life. And God is a master of using your pain, using your shortcomings, using those things you did not have control over. Using it to advance you to where you're going. It's a part of your story. It's a part of your story. You don't shy away from it. You know, even times when you've gone through painful experiences, the important thing is that God will heal you, but He won't discard that pain. That's a waste of pain. He will use that same pain to bring about healing to a thousand others if you just allow Him or let Him. But then, you know, I've had experiences of people who just want to cut away, you know, of those friendships. And like, oh, now we're rolling with the big boys. I, I got no business with you. You find them that, oh, uh, and possibly some of them are still at that level. And then you feel like because now you're, you have a car, you live in a Koyi, or you live in Victoria Island, or you live in Sulerice, possibly... And then you begin to feel like, I have no business with these people. I can't even, what, what, is, what is there for us to talk about? Value every level of relationship. As long as that friendship is not detrimental to your life, as long as that friendship is, isn't sucking life out of you, you never know. You really never know. We don't, we don't put people in boxes and just say that, you know, uh, so this is, these are the kind of people I can talk to. I can only relate with this kind of people. And we find some people do that, even like with their security at home, their uh, security guards at home, at office, their um, house, housemaids, their helps at home, 
we treat them with disdain, talk to them anyhow because we feel they are not on our level. I pray the Lord will have mercy on us because we never really know. I think it was two days ago. I don't know. It's been like I've been talking a lot about this friendship and prioritizing relationships in the last two, three days. And probably it's for emphasis sake. I don't know what God is trying to get at. I was saying it, I think, two days ago and I was talking about how it was the servant of Saul that mentioned Samuel to Saul. And just that mention alone connected him to his purpose. And I talked about the... Um, the his name is not Haman. I'm trying to remember his name now. The guy that had leprosy. And his servant said to him, There is a man of God, Elijah, in this particular city. He can pray for you. A servant girl gave him that advice. Or you want to talk about um, Rahab the harlot. He took in the men that were spies. He took them in, didn't know who they were. And he later married one of them and was somehow brought into the lineage of Christ. Value every level of relationship. You never know. I always say this. I might be right, I might be wrong. It might just be my mind, you know, uh, being so big on him, being so imaginative. The guy that recommended David to Saul when they needed someone to play adventure was a was an old friend they didn't tell us that but this is just my mind walking adventure was an old friend an old colleague maybe they had known each other because the guy vouched for david now the guy is walking with the king and you know has a position of prominence such that the king can even listen to him and the guy said i know a guy i know a guy you can be that guy for somebody else and someone else can be like that for you. Someone you've rolled with. Friends you've had. At some point in time in your life. And then someone is talking about something. And they're like, I know this guy. I can recommend this guy. I can vouch for this guy. Value every level of relationship. And that's why when we're going through life. We don't make permanent decisions. On temporary issues. We don't cut people off because of temporary issues. My pastor would always say, learn to separate people from issues. Deal with the issues. But save the friendship if you can. Don't cross the bridge and burn the bridge behind you. Don't just cut people. Human beings are one of the greatest resources God has given to us for promotion, for advancement. You cannot be an island. You cannot act like, you know, you got it all together. God didn't design us to walk that way. We cannot walk effectively. He said, can two walk together except they agree? He says, when two or three of you, he didn't say when one of you gather. He says, when two or three of you gather in my presence, it's there in your midst I am. He says, when two of you agree on anything, whatever you agree on will be done. So that's God trying to tell you the power of relationship, the power of having someone in your corner, the power of having someone that you're working in agreement with. You cannot be an island. Value every level of friendship, relationship God has brought to you. For example, and this can be very, very touchy. You've dated a girl before, but then it didn't accumulate in marriage. Why, why are you breaking up in resentment? 
Why are you breaking up with so much bitterness? Can't we part ways and still be friends? And the reason why that happens most times is because a whole lot has gone in. There's been a lot of emotional entanglement. A lot of sexual entanglement. And then people are... But can we at some point... Because sometimes God will bring people your way. And you will think it's for marriage. But then as you journey on, you realize, oh no. There's another reason, another purpose God has brought this person into my life. And you might not even realize that purpose until years to come or some, you know, a, a months ahead. And then you realize, oh, this is why God brought this person my way. When God said that Adam needed a, a wife, he didn't first bring uh, uh, Eve. He brought animals. But then Adam was wise enough to know what to name them. And he didn't call any of them wives. What am I trying to say? Value every level of relationship. High, low, middle. Your colleagues, your seniors, your juniors. Don't overrate yourself. Jesus. Someone said, what if you have a jealous spouse? Well, then at that point in time to save yourself, you already married him or married her. You live within your means. I'm not saying that it's a must. That you, I'm just saying if you can, salvage relationships. But honestly, one shouldn't even have a jealous spouse. Maturity is so needed in marriage that we, are, we need to manage things with wisdom. I can't imagine. My husband had uh, people that he was in a relationship with before he met me. Would I now say because he was in a relationship with them, he dares not? It's insecurity. It's borderline insecurity. And if you haven't given him a reason to be insecure, honestly, I don't know why. But then I understand why sometimes people are just insecure. And it's sometimes because of what they've heard, they've read, experiences they've had, and then we create our own judgment. But honestly, our judgment should not come from what we've seen or what we've heard, but should, be, should come from the Word of God. Value every level of relationship, whether they are seniors, whether they are your colleagues, whether they are juniors to you. Whatever it is, however point it, at whatever point it is, God brings them into your life. Value them. Value those relationships. You never know. God will bring some people into your life so that you can manage them into purpose. God will bring some people into your life so that you can partner with them into purpose. And God will bring some people into your life. They are senior colleagues. So that you can glean from them into purpose. Everyone positioned in your life has a purpose, has an assignment, has a reason. All I'm saying is relationship is the currency of life. We can't live through this earth, this life on our own as an island. Yes, sometimes some of us have been treated badly in the past, backstabbed you know and 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 um you know uh a lot of things have happened but then we don't use that experience to now make a a summarized judgment on the issue of relationship what that does is that it eliminates you it takes you away from enjoying the benefits of friendship and relationship value every level of relationship Appreciate those God brings into your life. Today, they may be junior to you. Tomorrow, you might be the one needing their help. Today, you guys might be colleagues. And tomorrow, God can position you 
you know, in such a way that you are going to offer help to that person. So you never know. Value every relationship. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a friend, than a brother. God works in unexpected ways and can use anyone to bring to you your, to bring to you your promotion or to bring you to your place of promotion. So please, I encourage us, value your le level of friendship. There's no one you shouldn't be able to play with or be friends with. Don't be so rigid. Don't be so, so, so like, you know, boxed up that you can only relate with these people or not relate. Even people who are non-Christians. If Jesus wanted to do it, he shouldn't have attended to the centurion because he wasn't a Jew. Even those who don't believe in your gospel, who don't even know your gospel, can we still have friends with, friendships with them such that it's beneficial to us, beneficial to them? Can we still be a blessing to them without necessarily carrying the placard of our Christianity on our head? Do we judge them and put them in a box and say, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't receive from this, I can't receive from that? You would only be shooting yourself in the leg and you would only be limiting yourself. I hope this has blessed you. I hope you've gleaned one or two things from this. And I hope that you would begin to appreciate and value the friendships, the relationships, at whatever level God brings you away. And let's not be quick to kill, to cut off, to allow issues, offense, and resentment, whatever it is, you know, stand in the way of us uh, appreciating the benefit of friendship. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for joining me. I can't wait to pull off these jeans. Trust me, it is as hot as hot can be. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow, 10 p.m., uh, like clockwork, I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for joining this evening. God bless you and have a beautiful night's rest. God bless you. Bye.